Stay the way, stay the way, no matter what life brings, you've got to stay the way. Good glorious morning. My name's Jonathan. This is the Stay the Way podcast, and I want to invite you to go through Proverbs chapter 22 with me. That is the book in the Bible called Proverbs. There are in the course of a month, we can match up the day of the month with the chapter in Proverbs, and that way we have a battle plan for each and every day. There's never a surprise because God knew everything. And why? Why is that so important? Well, because there will be challenges, life's ups and downs. You might be, you might be going through war today. You might be going into surgery. You might have COVID-19. But the Word of God is everlasting. It's eternal. And if we put the Word of God in our hearts and minds and we take a planned purpose to apply it in our lives, then we have a battle plan for the day. And with that plan, we can glorify our Lord, we can glorify our Savior, and we can learn and encourage ourselves and others. Now today, I've never applied verse 27, matching up the 22nd with Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 27. Father, please speak through this. It says, if thou hath nothing to pay, why should he take away thy bed from under thee? Now, there's a lot of depth in this that we would miss if we don't read before and after. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step back for a moment. Verse 25 says, Lest thou learn his ways and get a snare to thy soul. Whoa, 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 what are we talking about? Again, got to back up. It says, verse 24, Make no friendship with an angry man. Okay, so do I have friends that are angry? Um, no, I really don't. I've pretty much given up all of those relationships, and maybe you are considering giving up some of those yourself. Why? Well, it says, and with a furious man thou shalt not go. So, one, are they, uh, are they angry? Are they angry, bitter? And two, it's telling you, God's word is telling you, don't go there. A furious man thou shalt not go. Why? It says, be not thou one of them that strikes hands or one of them that is surety for debt. So we are not to get involved with financial situations with those uh, people that are furious, angry. And in fact, if you really dig in, you're finding out it's a bad idea to be surety for debt, period. Now, why is that? Because you become a slave to the lender. And we're taught that in Proverbs all the way through. Now, are there times when it is okay? Like, is it okay to procure, to use a home loan to buy a home? Yeah, I think, I think so. I think that's biblical. However, if you have the opportunity to buy a house without a loan, is that better? Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. And why? Well, here's verse 27 will give us the answer. It says, if thou hast nothing to pay, like in this time where it's difficult to pay your mortgage, why should he take away thy bed from under thee? That's a good question. If you can't pay your mortgage, should you lose your home? And, and we're saying, well, that's tough, right? In fact, we're taught a little bit more in verse 28, remove not the ancient landmark, which thy fathers have set. You see, people in the olden days would move landmarks that put boundaries and borders around the land property that they owned. Now, it was law that the family owned that property. And even if you sold it, 
after seven years, um, or I'm sorry, after 49 years, if it was the year of Jubilee, everything would be forgiven and returned. If all of your debts, all the land, everything goes back to zero. It's kind of like bankruptcy. It's, it's a picture of bankruptcy, which we have today. We've taken that from the Bible. Why do I bring all these things together? Well, in verse 27, if thou hath nothing to pay, why should he take away thy bed from under thee? Well, think about it. If you hadn't gotten into the debt, would you have any opportunity to lose your bed? Now, we're saying, hey, don't do that. Help people. Don't do that. But it could happen. You could lose your home. And we know that God is our provider. He provides for our needs. So we know that he will always provide food, clothing, and shelter. Now, that typically comes with humility. You do have to typically say, Lord, I'm sorry. And you might have to go to your family, your friends, your neighbors, people in your church and say, hey, I really screwed up. My financial situation is a mess and I need help. And I give this to you because there's examples in my church here in Calvary Chapel, St. Paul, where uh, people, they've had their home burned down. And that isn't of their own fault, right? That's, that's a bad situation, not their, not their fault, yet they have to live there. And people from my church said, you know what? We'll take you in. You can live with us. We'll cover you. And that's what we're to do as Christians, is to help our neighbor, to love our neighbor as ourselves. And if you were burned out of your house and somebody said, hey, you can come and live with me, that would be a loving act. And so we want more of that love magnified in our hearts and minds and less of the, oh, it'll, it'll, it'll affect my day. I might not have time to go get my fancy, expensive coffee from Starbucks because these people take up the bathroom in the morning. Can, can you sense the sarcasm in that? I, if not, I'm sorry. That was me being sarcastic about the situation. Loving your neighbor as yourself says, you know what? You're more important than me. Use the bathroom. Do what you got to do. I will figure out a way to work around this. Because that's what love does. It does it for families. It does it for friends. It does it for all eternity. That's the example that Jesus gave us. That's what I'm holding on to today. God bless you. Happy Friday. Have a joyful one. Choose joy. God bless you. You've got to stay the way.